back to Colombo Kenny on 1199 941 News Talk STL. Taking you through this Friday afternoon, get you to a chilly weekend, and looking forward to next weekend, next Saturday, January 27th, is our concert, Katie and I's band, Tony Colombo and the North County Sound Machine. You can't say it without chuckling. That's the point. Why? Uh, um, also, uh, Mark Close's band, Close's Quarters, and our buddy Lenny Mank playing a show, and 100% of the proceeds benefit Thrive St. Louis. Thanks to our sponsors, Gutter Pros and Weber Chevrolet. And Thrive is an organization that we have had on this show and um, many other shows uh, across News Talk STL, um, a, an organization that we are big supporters of. And we have Kevin Plago from Thrive St. Louis on the line with us now. Kevin, thanks so much for your time this afternoon. How's it going? What's up, guys? Uh, it's such an honor to be on here with you guys. Happy Friday, by the way. Yeah. Happy Friday. It's going well. So, uh, it's Friday, but it's going good. Yeah, absolutely. So we are uh, definitely looking forward to our show next weekend um, to uh, hopefully raise some money for your organization and uh, raise some awareness. And I know that you guys have some um, important events and 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 things that you want to uh, to make people aware of. So tell us about Thrive St. Louis and and some of the things that you guys have planned here early in twenty twenty four. Yeah. So um, obviously, we have a lot of things going on here at Thrive as. We're taking literally a step forth in the greatest humanitarian effort of our time, as you guys know. And uh, one of the biggest things we have going on right now is Day of Compassion, which is Thrive's take on the sanctity of human life Sunday. Uh, That Ronald Reagan actually passed to acknowledge the importance of uh, life and the value of it. And it has such a remarkable and impactful time for our movement as we as a country get to come in unity and give life the honor that is due. And uh, basically what we do, guys, is that um, we, we go into churches and with a partnership mindset and we help them navigate and digest this uh, and give material to their congregation um, in this you know, very complex, to- complex, to- complex topic. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we know, that, uh, statistically speaking, a lot of the abortion-minded women uh, come from these churches and uh, we want to make sure that we empower our churches uh, to be able to give that uh, to the ladies in the congregation and make a safe space and a place to go for these ladies to have um, a good home, a good good spot to be able to have a free, non-judgmental uh, place to be and talk about things as such as abortion. So, Kevin, I'm looking right now at thrivestl.org, and if uh, it's uh, Thrive Alive, excuse me, STL.org, that's yeah. all the information. That's where the website that you can get all their information from. It says the days of compassion are January 20th, 21st, 27th, and 28th. Can you tell me how long you guys have been doing days of compassion and how people can get involved with helping you guys out or join that kind of cause? Yeah, sure. So, Days of Compassion, we, we've been doing it since, I mean, we first started in 1983, uh, which it, it was Sancti- uh, Sanctity of Human Life Sunday. Um, this is way before I came to the picture. I've been with Thrive for two two years now. Uh, but yeah, so we have those specific days for churches to uh, emphasize on, so we're celebrating that in this month. But actually what we do here at Thrive is we can actually come to your church and do a Day of Compassion any time of the year. So uh, we, we do have some available spots still. So if some churches want to hop on and uh, call or go to org, 
we can get him in. But we do that throughout the year where we bring very gifted speakers, uh, a lot of professional and powerful testimonial videos of women who chose to parent, face their complexities, and really have unlocked their God-given potential and have been with Thrive ever since. Uh, we can do tours of our medical mobile units where we go to uh, the churches, we park them, they get a tour. It gives them a quick reflection of our uh, brand and business model here at Thrive. Um, so, you know, and we, and we accomplished that very well. And it has worked uh, tremendously as the uh, STO churches have partnered with us uh, through time and gives uh, the, their congregation a place uh, to to donate, to go to volunteer, um, and yeah, just serve. Yeah, the, the the Day of Compassion idea and movement is, is I think, something that is uh, uh, wonderful, and I'm glad we're able to spread awareness about that. And I also just want to, for people that don't, uh, that aren't aware of of Thrive and the 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 services and the benefits that you can offer uh, families and women uh, across the area, uh, just tell folks about uh, you know about uh, about the Thrive organization and uh, the services that you guys do provide all year long for for women. Sure. Sure. No, thank you for the, uh, giving me that platform and that question. So, yeah, so Thrive St. Louis started about ni- uh, it started in 1983 with a, a vision from Mary Nelson, and her vision was to have the St. Louis Church uh, back this pregnancy research, research center that she started. But since then, we had a, uh, a, a shift. Uh, Bridget Van Nienz took over uh, in 2009, and with that, she changed the brand and marketing and uh, really pushed for um, a woman's express clinic. So with that, we were able to provide free STD testing, free ultrasounds. Uh, we provide uh, parent university, which is a year program where these ladies who are, um, you know, becoming new parents, uh, or our parents already come into a year full of classes to teach them, um, how to be even more awesome parents or to be a new parent. And we have, um, that available for them. We have a resource shop down below, at our headquarters and any other center as well where they can come shop. And the cool part about that is that um, each class they attend through the entire year of PU, that's what we call Perry University, PU, uh, they get to build uh, baby butts, which is Thrive's currency. And they come in and they actually shop at our, uh, in our, our resource shop and they get to have new baby clothes. You're talking about car seats, uh, anything they may need and uh, available to them to make sure they, you know, they, they, they are empowered uh, physically and with whatever they need to encourage them to continue and choose so parenting. Cool. Very cool. Uh, yeah. So, Kevin, whenever we talk about Thrive, not only do you guys help mom and help her through the pregnancy and then afterwards, but you guys also have a really cool thing for men and for new fathers. And I think that you were talking to Mike and I about this a few months back, and it's basically men's leadership. Do you want to talk about that a little bit? Sure, sure. Yeah, so PDE, we started that about a year ago. Um, and uh, what we do, guys, is basically we encourage the ladies who are attending PU, per university, to bring their uh, the father figure or um, a superb person uh, in, in that picture. But right now we're pushing for fathers or men to be able to step in uh, for this baby. We understand that um, the father role is a very important, vital uh, part of, of this baby's life. So what we do with that is that we start this program and we encourage ladies to bring their partners with them or their father figure for the, the baby. Um, and we give them uh, the tools 
Uh, we teach, we watch video curriculum uh, to empower them uh, to get through some, some of their emotional maybe trauma as well. Uh, we do uh, work enforcement as well. So we try to plug them in through uh, to get a job or to get, to get some working because we understand that uh, when a man feels adequate or, or feels like they can provide for the family, it makes things a lot easier uh, for the, for the woman and for the baby. Uh, so we do that through a lot of uh, videos and we also do some fun stuff. So it's not just uh, learn, learn or, or a class class. It's we, we take them to baseball games. Uh, we have taken uh, ax throwing and everything's free by the way. Um, and we actually, uh, I'll share a quick testimony. Uh, we, our first event that we took the, the guys out, they can bring their sons with so it's a, it's a family, um, type of event to, to get them to spend some time with, with their, with their kids. And for some of these guys, uh, it was our first time ever attending a St. Louis Cardinals game mm-hmm. and attending that with their kids. Wow. Oh, wow. That's and cool. we recognize that. Yeah. So we recognize the importance of that. Uh, type of environment and empowerment for for these guys to feel adequate to be able to do things like this with their kids. That, um, so yeah, that that is amazing, and it, and it really does. I mean, the scope of services that you guys offer through Thrive St. Louis, and from the day of compassion to working with men and women, both um, you know, new expecting mothers, new uh, newborn parents, uh, is wonderful stuff. And that's why we really appreciate your time to come on and talk about those things today, and really look forward to our show next Saturday night on January twenty seventh. All proceeds for that concert benefit Thrive St. Louis. Uh, Kevin Plago, Gifts and Investments Officer with Thrive. Really appreciate your time this afternoon. And uh, we mentioned the website, thrivealivestl.org. Are there any other, is that the best place to go to get information? Are there any uh, social media platforms that people should know about as well? If people want to learn more and get involved with Thrive, um, what are all the best ways to do so? Sure. So we, yeah, so the best way to reach us is through thrivealivestl.org. Or just give us a call and uh, ask for myself, uh, Bridget or Levi, and we'll make sure we, we plug you guys in. And we do have social media as well on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, and so. yeah, just, just uh, whatever you guys feel more comfortable with, we're always available. Great uh, stuff. Kevin, yep. thank you so much for your time this afternoon. Looking forward to working with you guys next week and many times uh, going forward in the future. Thanks for your time this afternoon. Have a great weekend. You too, guys. Yeah. Stay, stay warm. Yeah, back at you. Yeah. <laughs> Great stuff there. Thrive St. Louis. They really do. They just like, a lot of people don't realize that there are other options when it comes to women's care and mm-hmm. preparation for babies and mm-hmm. things like that. And, uh, uh, Thrive is definitely one of those organizations that Huge are resource. doing some really good work locally. It's one of the, I mean, that right there, I mean, you can tell exactly why we wanted them to be involved with our, our concert next week on the 27th because I can't think of a better organization to to help out than all those different... Yeah, they nailed all, it. All those different uh, services that they offer. It's they support new parents during pregnancy and after pregnancy. And that is the biggest thing that you can do in the pro-life community is help during pregnancy, but 
Also understanding that these two new parents don't know what they're doing when baby is here. And mm-hmm. Thrive is like, how can we help you afterward, too? It's incredible. All right. Before we dip into some Friday fun time in the next segment, I want to talk about uh, this story. Mike Kehoe, Lieutenant Governor Mike Kehoe's campaign extended an already commanding lead in the fundraising race for governor. I saw these numbers today and uh, I was I was surprised. And I don't know if this surprises you as well, uh, Katie. Uh, the money is from this most recent uh, uh, $500,000 check that is being reported by the Kehoe campaign is from the WEM Foundation in Minneapolis, Minnesota. It brought Kehoe's American Dream Political Action Committee closer to the $5 million mark in his bid to uh, take over the governorship when uh, Governor Mike Parson is uh, term limited out later this year. Of course, running against Secretary of State Jay Ashcroft and Senator Bill Eigel for the Republican nomination. Uh, that uh, uh, primary election, which is most likely going to be the gubernatorial election, happens in August. So you not, don't have to wait till November. That uh, happens in August. End of year reports filed this week show that Lieutenant Governor Kehoe uh, raised uh, over a quarter of a million dollars in the most recent fundraising quarter, which puts his committee at about $5.3 million in money raised. Uh, by comparison, Ashcroft ended 2023 with $2.2 oh, and Igel with $1.6 million. Wow. So, yeah, double. Mike Kehoe has doubled the his opponents wow. in fundraising now fundraising doesn't mean you know the biggest fundraiser does not automatically mean the winner of the race not the end all be all but, but it does show the massive support that lieutenant governor kehoe has from uh, various organizations as well as as voters and that surprised me that that surprised me that it was i i'm not surprised that he's I'm not surprised that he's leading. I wouldn't be surprised if any of them were leading. I'm surprised that the gap is so big. Yeah, I'm very <sighs> surprised at the gap. I also wish, and I'm sure that there will be further research done, to see what the calculations are between big donors and the everyday person for yeah. all of these campaigns. I yeah. mean, that also is the stark difference that we've actually seen some of these people in the race attack other people on yeah when it comes to well and that half a million dollars came from minnesota also right. so a, a out of minnesota state. it's not a, yeah out of state so i, I mean that's I, not neither that's neither good nor bad i'm it just, just it's is. just pointing it out and i'm sure that will be you know part of the the, the conversation going forward it's you interesting know. to look at fundraising though because There was so much that I learned about Kevin McCarthy with his speakership and about the ousting of Kevin McCarthy and why people wanted him to stay because of how wonderful of a fundraiser he was and how much he could rally support for the conservative movement and the support for the conservative party, all because he was an amazing fundraiser. So to me, just looking at that experience that happened a few short months ago, it really does put fundraising in a perspective and a category that it's not everything, but it is something that is important to dissect Mm -hmm. and say, where is it coming from? How much that stark difference between them? It's very, it is interesting. So it, it, it is interesting. And it, it also that same it's the the answer to the question of Nancy Pelosi for a yes. lot of people. A lot of people yes. for years wondered why Nancy Pelosi 
who is obviously a horrible person, (laughs) a horrible, corrupt person and not very popular anywhere except in her district in California, um, how she could continue to be the Speaker of the House for so long. And it was because she was a madman when it came to raising money for Democrats across the country. She it's hard to believe yeah. what she was. Well, I mean, I don't know if her, I don't know if hers was because of popularity and people just wanting to support a popular candidate or out of fear. Yeah. But either right. way, that's but either way, she was able to raise a bunch of money. And that's why she kept that seat for such a long time. And you're right. It was one of the reasons that was that Kevin McCarthy was such a um, popular and powerful person in the Republican Party, because if you're able to raise the money, if you can, if the money can follow you. That in the swamp, that means everything. That's a big gap. That means everything. Between these people. Yeah, I thought that was, I, I wanted to point that out because that was just, uh, that, that report was released today. And I find that surprising. Again, not surprising that Kehoe is leading. I wouldn't be surprised if I would have read that report and would have heard any, either, any of those three men were leading in that race, but I, or in the, in the fundraising race at least. Um, but I am surprised that any of them would have such a dramatic lead with, again, Lieutenant Governor Kehoe more than doubling in fundraising um, Jay Ashcroft and then uh, tripling, basically, Senator Eigel. Yeah. yeah, yeah, pretty amazing stuff. And we will see. It's going to be... It's not just the presidential race this year, folks. It's going to be under the spotlight. This and it's race going to is be very spicy. dramatic. This this governor's race is going to be spicy. a big deal as well. And of course, we will be here for you top to bottom all year long with America Decides 2024 when it comes to the national elections or the local elections. News Talk STL has you covered top to bottom better than anyone else. All right, we're getting ready to go into a cold weekend, so let's have a little Friday fun time next on Columbo and Katie. Come if you are chosen. For podcasts, articles, and more, find us on NewstalkSTL.com. Baga! 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 Let's go, Larry! <laughs> Larry is lit on those commentaries. He was going. I love it. I love the energy. <laughs> Welcome back to Columbo and Katie on 1019 News Talk STL. About to head into a chilly weekend and want to wrap up the show and send you off into that weekend with a smile on your face. Hopefully a little Friday fun time. Uh, first, one last headline before we get into the Friday fun time. Uh, this is interesting. A grand jury has just indicted Alec Baldwin. I saw on involuntary manslaughter charges for the 2021 fatal shooting on the set of his movie Rust, the Helena Hutchins um, shooting. And I think a lot of people have thought now. So I've been I've been kind of I've been kind of keeping an eye on this in the background. Mm -hmm. So I knew that he wasn't out of the weeds yet that he there was because there was charges that were. that were dropped in a case that was dropped last year. And I think a lot of people thought when that happened, okay, it's over with Alec Baldwin's off the hook. There's not going to be any more from this, but that has never been the case. And special prosecutors have brought this new case before a grand jury in Santa Fe this week. 
and they have new evidence and new analysis of the gun that was used, and they say that this new evidence and new information and new reports show that Alec Baldwin is it, it should be held accountable for shooting Helena Hutchins. No, let me let me just say this. I know things like this take forever. Hutchinson, sorry. Like I, I get it. It's there's a lot to dissect. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, is there really a lot to dissect? Because we knew from the jump that he pulled the trigger. <laughs> yeah, right. And and we've said that the whole time. And look, I'm not saying that there's video. There's a difference of there's a difference between, you know, somebody picking up a gun, shooting somebody, and, you know, in in, in regular life or maliciously. A, yeah. yeah. I'm I'm not saying and I don't think anybody is saying that that is what Alec Baldwin did. But the the fact of the matter is is he was holding a gun and he shot it and it killed somebody. And there's video and there I are witness. there are other people that should also be held accountable for this. You have the armorer, you have the director, you have Alec Baldwin himself. So it's not like a, it's not like a regular shooting or homicide where it's you know this guy went into murder somebody and he's the sole person that should be held accountable i don't believe that he is but he's got to hold some kind of account there's got to be some kind of but he, he i mean he was he, he pulled the trigger he was holding the gun he pulled the trigger and shot and killed somebody i mean there's got to be we we knew there's got to be from, something there from the day and then he went a week afterward to george stephanopoulos and thought he could cover it up by lying yeah. saying he didn't pull the trigger yeah it's i i get that this is going to take a long time but now we're a year a year and a half into alec baldwin and just trying to figure it out and it's like dude there were eyewitnesses saying i saw alec baldwin pull the trigger so he has been indicted on uh, new charges. So uh, this one involuntary manslaughter. So we'll continue to keep an eye on that and see how that uh, develops. But that the the Alec Baldwin rushed shooting case is far from over. And I think a lot of people thought it was over with um, when those last charges were dropped. So we'll continue to keep an eye on that. Uh, here's a crazy story. Have you ever heard, have you ever been told, don't try to stop a sneeze, don't hold in a sneeze, that it can don't do bad things? Don't hold in a sneeze. Yeah. Have you ever heard, like, crazy, have you ever heard, I I have no idea if this is true, uh, but that if you help, if your eyes were open I've and, heard that. and you sneezed, it would shoot your eyeballs. <laughs> I've heard you can't, I've heard it's not possible it's not to possible sneeze, sneeze with, with your, your eyes, eyes open, open. That's but I've heard. I've heard that if it was, it would like pop your eyes out because the force is so strong. I love it. I haven't heard. I know for sure. Sammy Sosa, when he was, uh, when he was, you know, in the, in the prime of his career, hitting all those home runs with Mark McGuire in the late nineties, he famously went on the like 30 day DL because he sneezed and it, threw his back out oh my gosh that is so hilarious right so sneezes can really they really do pack a punch <laughs> they right? do they do listen to this story <clears throat> sneezing while doing 70 miles an hour on the highway can be scary but the alternative is terrifying a guy in his 30s in scotland was recently driving on the highway and had to sneeze, but decided to try to hold it in. 
He closed his mouth and pinched his nose, and but then still sneezed, and it tore a hole in his throat. It tore a hole in his throat. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> there no. is no way. Don't stop a sneeze. There's it's like an atomic bomb going, going off. Okay. On. Tear, uh, from no, that makes that makes total sense to me. Sneezes are strong. But that's what he did. Club, you know, that's what he did. Plugged his nose, closed his mouth, tried Stop to hold in the sneeze. Tried to swallow the sneeze. He sneezed. The, the force didn't have anywhere. The force didn't have anywhere to go, and he tore a hole in oh. his throat. He showed up at the hospital in severe pain. <laughs> yeah, and a scan showed a two millimeter oh. tear in his windpipe. Barf! Oh my gosh! What did he? How did the tr- what's it talking? The technical term is spontaneous tracheal perforation. Uh, that, that that sounds so gross. That sounds. How does someone talk? I don't know. Why do you like? How do you go on? Listen to this. He it it's such a. It's it in su- it's in such a terrible place <sighs> that they they have to just treat the pain and let it heal itself because they can't really get in there, which it 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 is has done, yeah, or is doing. Experts hope the story. T- experts hope the story teaches people that they should never try to hold in a sneeze. Sneezing feels good. I like it the does. way it, I, I love, like the. I love to sneeze. I think you're the person that told me that you love. I love to sneeze. It feels I good. Love to sneeze. I feel like it's releasing <laughs> something like from my body that I just uh-huh. like. Ah, uh-huh. But I don't know why people even try to hold and sneeze. It like, what's the point of holding in a sneeze? I don't know. So well, I guess like, some, why? I why guess did so, you do that? I, while you're I, while you're driving, I don't know. Unless you're like right in the middle of like changing lanes on a super busy highway, and you can't like be distracted even for a millisecond, I have no idea why you would do that. I could see, you know, like if you're at a funeral or you're in church or you're in somewhere like that where you have to be quiet, and all of a sudden you got to sneeze. Like you don't want to do the big, you know, and like just <laughs> I'll let it rip. But you know, like you could do like the, you know, like. <laughs> Could I do off a stairs whenever I had to sneeze and maim- I'm trying to get maimed to bed? I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, at least you're still letting something out. It's so funny. I think, oh my God, that cracks you up. And you know who else loves sneezes? Kids. Like, yeah. every time I'm around a kid, probably not James's age anymore, but like a toddler, if you sneeze in front of a toddler, they're like, ah, that's the best thing ever. I'm like, Sneezing can bring. Why hold it yeah. in? Why not just release that joy into the world? I I believe the whole it can blow your eyeballs out of the socket even more now. If it can tear a, a hole in your throat, what's the power? What's the power I don't know, man. behind the sneeze? It's a it's like think about it. Like think about how much. Is there anything else you do in your life that releases so much? Oomph in one shot. That, what? It's That's so weird. It is. Don't try to stop a sneeze. And don't try to pry your eyeballs open either. <laughs> don't you try to stop a sneeze. Throw out your back, throw your eyeballs out of your socket, and uh, tear your throat all the Whatever same time. Whatever you do.
All right. That's going to do it for us this afternoon. Hope you have a wonderful weekend. One week from tomorrow is our big show out at Westport Playhouse. Candy and I's band, Mark Close's band, Lenny Mink playing a show. Going to be a whole lot of fun. Great night of fun music. Great surprises. Uh, just a party throughout the night. And all benefits, all proceeds benefit Thrive St. Louis. Thanks to our sponsors, Weber Chevrolet and Gutter Pros. Get your tickets now at the Westport Playhouse website, westportplay.com. You can find a link to that on the News Talk SDL Facebook page and my Twitter at Tony Colombo Talk. All right, uh, keep it right here. The O'Reilly Report is next, followed by the Tim Jones and Chris Arp Show at 4, then Larry Connors USA at 6. Have a great weekend, and thank you so much for listening to us and supporting us here at 1019 and 941 News Talk STL.